That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Yo, what is going on, everyone? Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. I'm your host, Quaylen Harris, the mind behind Confessions of a Server, where you can find all my relatable restaurant content by searching on Facebook, Confessions of a Server, Instagram, Confessions of underscore Server. And yes, I do sometimes post restaurant content on my TikTok and YouTube, and you can find those by searching Q Harris A. What is up, everyone? I'm sorry, I took a little hiatus a couple weeks off. I went on vacation, and I myself over quarantine figured out the most important thing that I needed to do for myself was worry about my mental health. So I just took like a mental health week where I didn't post much. I didn't do my podcast, obviously, and I just relaxed, got my mind right, got my head right, because I found out that that's very important. I never thought my mental health was as important as it was until we got into the pandemic when I was by myself. I was alone with my own thoughts, <laughs> so on and so forth, because I lived by myself. And it was just a thing where I just told myself, I need to start taking my own personal mental health more serious. And with that being said, that is what we're going to focus on this week's episode. I, so this this week, it isn't going to be as funny or lighthearted um, as other episodes I have because mental health in a restaurant industry is something that I feel we need to start talking more and more about. It's, it gets to the point where we are so conditioned that our mental health is taking a hit and we don't even know. So with this episode, I'm going to open up discussion and hopefully this leads to more discussions, not just with me, but with other bigger content creators and restaurant industry, so on and so forth. But before I get into this episode, let me say this. I am in no way, shape, or form a professional on this, an expert on this at all. I have never taken a class on mental health. I am not the one who you can, should come to with questions about your mental health, things like that. But I am one who you can come to if you just want to talk. If you want to know things that I do to kind of help my mental health working in the restaurant. Um, but yeah, I just want to get that out the way. I am not a professional. I'm only going to be speaking on my own experiences, things that I've been taught or things that I've been told from 
co-workers, how they've been able to deal with their mental health, and just conversations that I've had with others in the industry on things that maybe harm our mental health, so on and so forth. So yeah, if you are looking for a professional, um, I can do a search for y'all and maybe try to find some who have a better understanding on mental health and who can maybe help you out if you need someone to talk to. But I, my, my, like I always say, my DMs are always open. If you just need someone to vent to, or just want to know some ways that I deal with my mental health, if I didn't speak on them on this episode, definitely message me, email me, DM me. You are able to do that. But once again, I am not a professional. I don't get paid for this. I did not go to school for this. I just want to have a conversation where we can start realizing it's okay to not be okay. And sometimes our work environment and this industry that we work in is toxic and it does take a hit on our mental health. So with that being said, let's hop into this episode. Mental health in a restaurant industry is something that I seriously think we need to start shedding more of a light on. Because if you really think about it, working in bars and restaurants is very toxic. Maybe one of the most toxic jobs that anyone can deal with when it comes to mental health. I mean, the saying is the strong will survive, but sometimes it's, it's better if you don't survive the restaurant industry. Because just think of like all the stress that's put on us. We are legitimately walking into a shift expecting to get yelled at by guests and customers, expecting to get yelled at by managers and upper upper management, expecting to maybe argue with like coworkers and stuff like that. And all that takes such a big hit on your mental and on your mental health and how you just live your life, period, like. Because a lot of us cannot separate what happens at work from our home life. So we take that home and then it affects our family. It affects those friends and loved ones that are around us. So it's kind of like a triple down effect where if we start to pay a little bit more attention to our mental health at work in restaurants, that it might actually make our at-home life a little bit better. Now, before I really start digging really deep into this, why do I personally feel like working in a restaurant environment is toxic? And it's very much the reasons that I just said. One, we go into a place, our place of employment and we have to sit here and literally just take shit from people every single day. We have to, and, and, that's, and that's expected of us. We are expected to take shit from people every single day. Whether it's huge or, or, or small, we are still expected to bite our tongue, let people tell us that we are wrong, that the customer is always right. Whoever invented that, I seriously want to punch them in the face. Whoever was a person in whatever staff meeting for whatever corporate job they were working for <laughs> and said, you know what's going to be a good slogan? The customer is always right. And that's what we are going to run this business on. I want to punch 
that person in the face. I'm pretty sure they're dead. I want to dig up their body and just drop an elbow on it. Like just break all the bones that are already broken. I'm sorry. I know that was kind of graphic, but I hate that saying. And I hate that people still believe that till this day because those people feel like they can just talk to and treat servers, bartenders, hosts, restaurant staff, not even that, not even just restaurant staff, anyone who works in like a public uh, job, like the mall or store or anything like that. Like these customers come in and just feel like you can just talk to people any certain way and it should never be like that. Getting back into the restaurants, like we, we walk into a place and we are expected to just eat crow, like let these people speak to us anyway. And we're supposed to just say, okay, here goes a discount on your food. Okay, here goes a gift card so you can come back and treat us this way again. And it should never be like that. Um, Even if you have management who will stick up to you, you are still going to initially get treated as if you are a horrible person. I'm not saying every time every shift is like this or every customer is like this. I know that we, we have great customers that come into restaurant. We have great people in this world who know and realize, Hey, this server is a human being as well. And I'm going to treat them as if it is an actual human being, but we've all been there. I don't care how tough of a person you are. I don't care how badass you, you say you are, you have been in that position once or twice where someone has yelled at you and all you did was bite your tongue. You let these people treat you a certain way because you couldn't lose your job. You have bills to pay, so on and so forth. Yeah, you go back into the kitchen and you vent or you go and let your manager know that this is how this person was treating you. But we still have to bite our tongue in some situations. Doing that consistently year after year, shift after shift, that is going to take a toll on you because you are starting to condition yourself to just sit there and take it. Yes, you you might be a little bit more of a firecracker or you might get into a, a job where you are able to tell people off. And that's great if you're able to get that out there. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be as mean as you want because you know you need to pay your bills. You know, you need this job for for other reasons. Take care of your family, your kids, so on and so forth. So you're going to bite your tongue, especially if you're like me, who I've only worked in corporate restaurants. So I do not have the luxury of working for a privately owned place where I can tell someone off. And my manager is like, hey, don't do that. It's just a little slap on the wrist. No, I have to worry about if I tell someone off, they're going to call corporate. They're going to write a review. I'm going to get sat down. I'm going to potentially lose my job, even if that person was in the wrong. And trust me, I've had people call me fat. I've had guests. I've had guests call me fat. I've had guests call me colored boy. I've had guests call me so much, speak to me anyway, cuss me out, so on and so forth. Yes, I did get my manager involved in some of these uh, situations, but otherwise I'm just sitting there and I just take it. That wears on a person. Luckily, throughout the years, I've grown a thick skin, but I've had coworkers who are not as strong headed as I am. And I see 
guests and customers treating them that way. And I'll be the one like, you know what? Let's switch tables. You take my table. I will take this problem table because I know that I can handle it and you cannot. I'm not saying that's anything wrong with those those uh, co-workers, but maybe they just don't have much experience. I, especially now, doing everything that I do online with my podcast, dealing with trolls and stuff. Like you can say so to me and it just rolls off my back. Like I don't give a shit what you say to me or what you call me. There is there is maybe a handful of people that if they were to actually say something rude or mean to me that it would actually affect and those people would never do that because they are friends and family. You get what I'm saying? But um yeah, some people out there they don't have they don't have that in them and it's completely fine. And then if you work in a corporate restaurant, like I said, sometimes when these people treat you this way, what do the managers do? They apologize. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Here goes something so you can come back and yell at our staff again. And that's why managers also, if you're a manager out here, you have to start paying attention a little bit more to how you are running your restaurant. Manager, owner, so on and so forth, higher up. Because you too could cause a lot of mental health problems with your staff. One way, the way I just uh, talked about coming in into a situation where the server is getting berated and, and yelled at and stuff. And the first thing you do is apologize for what the server did and not actually have a backbone and say, no. That's not right how you're treating them. Even if you are upset that your steak came out medium well and you ordered it medium, like there's no way that you, there's no reason why you should be yelling at my staff. Now, for those managers out there that actually do stick up for your, for your staff, for your server, y'all are awesome. But that's not the case everywhere. I think in my time working in restaurants, I've only had two or three that would actually be like, no. Don't don't speak to my staff that way. I don't care how angry you were or what you feel like is right. Do not speak to my staff that way. And that's amazing. But not all managers are like that. Not all owners, not all GMs are like that, which they too have to think about their job, um, their, their restaurant, their company, so on and so forth. So I get it kind of, but we should not be able to get yelled at by guests. And we should also not be able to get yelled at by our managers, GLs, and owners and stuff as well. That's why I also feel like working in the kitchen is very toxic also. I had one manager that legitimately, well, he was a proprietor, would every weekend screaming at the top of his lungs as servers, throwing plates, throwing stuff at them like there for just just to get people to run food we should not have to deal with that working in a work yes it's important to get the food out to the table so on and so forth and i'm sorry that i'm rambling about this but but these these are things that you guys have to hear these are things that's very important um no one should have to go into a shift expecting to get yelled at by someone on their team, someone working with them, right? That should not be a thing. But when it's happened consistently 
and you're trying to run a restaurant by fear, that too is going to wear on people's mental health because once again, we're eating shit and we're expected to not say anything back. We're supposed to just let this person, this expo, this manager, this this proprietor, this GM just yell at us and we're supposed to just do our job. Just take it. Things like this and, and getting yelled at by guests and stuff should not be something that we are supposed to just deal with. And I think that since we are in that position where we are in those toxic work environments, that it hurts our mental health. Um, even to the point where we are taking it home, like I mentioned before, or the only way that we are coping with all this is by getting drunk, doing drugs, and living more of a reckless life, overeating, so on and so forth. So what I suggest is this. If you are a manager, if you are a respected server, bartender in your restaurant, please start asking your staff if they're just okay. I personally used to try to do this. It got turned around on me. I almost got fired because I asked someone who I thought was a friend if she was okay because I saw a different, a, a change in a pattern or a change in her that I, that was going the wrong way. And she took it as if I was trying to be mean to her. And I wasn't, I swear I wasn't. I pulled her aside where there was no one else around. And I said, look, I've noticed A, B, and C is happening. Are you, are you okay? Do you need someone to talk to? Like, are you good? That got turned around. She tried to get me fired. From that point on, I personally will not ask any coworkers if they are okay. If you come to me, and you say, hey, you need the help. Yes, I'm going to listen to you. But I put this responsibility more on the managers and the higher ups. We need y'all need to start just asking your staff if they're OK and pulling that card like, hey, I'm a manager. We need to talk like even if you don't see anything going on, it's still good to ask if they're OK. I'm that person who I do not show if I am stressed, if if I need a break, if I just am done. <laughs> you know, you know how you get to that point where you're just done. That does not show on me. So I need someone who I feel like I can trust in or just be able to vent a little bit to just be like, hey, are you okay? And then I will. And I feel like we need more managers and GMs to start doing that. And I think that that will help a lot within the restaurant and help a lot with a lot of people's mental health. Um, and it's very important. It's very important. And if, and if y'all start doing that, I also feel like you're going to see a change, not only in the server bartender, whoever you're pulling aside, not only a change of them, but a change in their attitude, a change in their work ethic, and eventually a change in your whole entire restaurant staff because people are going to have better mental health and be maybe just happier, freer to work. Not because they're not scared about getting yelled at anymore, but they know that they can come to you and talk to you when there's a problem and that you are on their side. 
Okay, so for this segment, I'm going to speak my truth a little bit. I'm going to give a story that maybe if someone hears it, they will hear this story and realize that they too right now are not okay. And that's the main point of this episode. I just want someone out there to just take a step back, ask themselves if they're okay, and if they are not, realizing it's okay to not be okay, and it's also okay to take the steps to become okay. If you are listening to this and you're okay, I am so happy for you. I am glad that you are in a great spot mentally. You are not sad. You are not depressed. You are in love with the restaurant that you are in. But if you are listening to this and you're asking yourself, questioning yourself, maybe I'm not okay. Maybe my mental health is not okay and I get sad and depressed every time I go to work, maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it's time for you to look for a new job. And that's okay. No matter how long you've been there, sometimes it is okay to step out of the comfort zone to become okay. So um, I was working at Outback four years, first place I worked at. Uh, you know, I that's probably my, the best staff I've ever worked with. Like my coworkers and stuff got along great with them, making good money. I was very established there, had a whole bunch of regulars. You know, it was, it was like, I don't want to say a perfect place to work, but it was my first place to work and I was very loyal. So I was going to stick it out no matter what. And this is during the time when Outback wasn't open for lunch. So there was times where I was working 16, 17 days in a row without having a break, like open to close some shifts, you know? Um, so eventually doing that for four years, of course, is going to take a hit on me mentally, but I didn't know that I was sad. I did not know I was depressed. I did not know that I was not happy until a regular actually kind of in, in a way brought it up. The, the thing that sparked this idea for this episode was there's a sound on TikTok right now going around that says, what's the line that broke you? And then, you know, people stitch and tell their stories. I was going to do that and tell this story, but I'm like, you know what? This is bigger than just a TikTok. This needs to be a podcast so it can reach maybe a few more people. Um, this regular, she pulls me aside. And she was a regular of the restaurant, not just my regular. She was a regular of everyone. Great lady. Always wanted to make sure everyone was happy, took care of everyone. She was amazing. She pulls me aside as I'm just like walking by. And she says, Q, you've lost your smile. Now, for those of you who have been rocking with me from the beginning or have listened to any of my podcasts, you know I always say, what about my smile? My smile is my money maker, not just because not just because it's a good smile, you know, <laughs> it's pretty much perfect. But no, like I use my smile to make people comfortable with me when I'm when I'm first greeting them or throughout the whole entire meal. When I'm being sarcastic, you know, I crack a smile to let people know that I'm just kidding. Uh, if there's kids crying, I smile and it gets them to stop crying. My smile is my money maker. So when she told me that I lost my smile, like time stopped. And I just stood there and I looked up at her and I said, because I hate it here. <laughs> I mean, I was being that serious. I didn't laugh. I laugh now, but I looked up to her and I said, because I hate it here. And I walked away. Um, 
I that was the first time that someone has brought something like that to my attention. So I had to take a step back. I went into the disgusting employee bathroom that we had, and I just looked at myself in the mirror for about five minutes. And what I saw was I had bags under my eyes. Um, I wasn't shaved. Like my beard was really scruffy. Like when I, I, I joke and I say when I don't get my hair cut, I look homeless. Like, no, at this point in time, I legitimately looked homeless. Didn't have a haircut, wasn't shaved, bags under my eyes. And it, her telling me that I lost my smile was a wake up call. It was a wake-up call that I needed to, it was a wake-up call that I was sad, depressed, I was lonely, um, and I was unhappy at that restaurant. I wasn't necessarily unhappy serving, I was unhappy at that restaurant. So a couple weeks later, interviewing for new jobs, and with it, like just sitting in the interview to work at a new place, I instantly felt a million times better. And it, I didn't, I'd say interview for other places, but I only interviewed for one other place because I got the job literally right there on the spot. But it still made me feel better than where I was at before, at a place where I was comfortable and making good money and had regulars. But me knowing that I was going to start over and I was not in that toxic environment anymore for whatever reason. like I, Just like I said before, I loved my my staff that I worked with. Um, my managers were okay. It was just, I was unhappy with the position I was at for whatever reason. It might have been because I have an advance. I didn't want to advance. Um, you know, it was a place where uh, there was a lot of yelling, especially on the weekends. So you would come in, you would constantly get yelled at for no reason. Maybe I, I just didn't want to deal with that anymore. Um, but I got into a new restaurant which was Longhorn. So I went from Outback to Longhorn and I instantly felt better. Um, about a year working at Longhorn, the same regular that came into Outback, she didn't know that I worked there because I literally like woke up one day at Outback, the next day I was at Longhorn. Um, so I didn't tell any of my regulars I was leaving or anything like that. She came in and she saw me and I lit up because, just like I said, she was an awesome person. And she gave me a hug and she was like, we missed you, Q. And I was like, oh, you know, I miss you too. How are things going? She's like, no, 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 no. This is the Q that we've missed. You're happy now. This is the Q that we loved waiting on or we loved having wait on us. We love sitting in your section. This is the Q we missed. And that like further validated my point of I needed to get out of that restaurant, out of that work environment. So I'll wrap up this story by saying this. It's okay to step out of your comfort zone, to go somewhere, and essentially it might be the best thing for you. Because if I would have stayed at that Outback and I didn't go to the other restaurants that I've worked at, who knows? I might even still be there, but I might have grown a hatred for this industry that we all love. We all love working in the restaurant industry. Is it something that we're going to love every single day? No, but for us to do it year and year, year after year, 
we love the people that we meet. We love the money that we make. We love this industry. Um, I don't think that I would be able to say that. I would probably still be there, but I'd probably hate the industry. I would hate the job. Um, I, but, but leaving there kept my love, my passion for the industry. Um, it essentially turned into me having Confessions of a Server, my Instagram and Facebook and original YouTube page. Um, it, I, I wouldn't, if I didn't love this industry, I would not have this podcast. I would not have been on podcasts like The Modern Waiter or Side Work Podcast or Restaurant Tales, which essentially gave me the confidence to do, to re, uh, host two episodes of Restaurant Tales, leading me to this podcast. So, you know, it, it's it's kind of like a trickle-down effect. You know, everything happens for a reason. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And me leaving or me not working at Outback when I did and going to Longhorn, re-energizing myself, re-energizing my love for the restaurant industry has eventually turned into you now listening to me speak my truth and give funny stories and hopefully put a smile on your face with my memes and videos and stuff like that. So I will end this. I will end this segment by saying this, because I, I know I've been, I've been ranting the last segment, this segment so much. If you are unhappy, if you hate working right now, maybe it's not the industry. Maybe it's just, you need a different scene, uh, a different restaurant to work in. Um, and seriously ask yourself that. And it's okay because it's okay to leave your work bestie. It's okay to leave your family at this restaurant to, to better yourself. It's okay to leave those regulars. You're going to get new regulars. You're going to make money, especially right now. Right now might be the best time when everyone needs servers. Hey, just go up to your manager. Like I'm going to work here three days, but I'm also going to get another job and work there two days. See what, see how you feel going into a different place. And if it's better for you, it might be time to get out of that restaurant that you're in now. Um, and, and just like I said, if you're at a position now where you are are happy where you are, that's amazing. I love that for you and keep doing it, keep killing it. But if you're waking up, regretting going into work, uh, when you're there, you're unhappy, you just feel yourself angry, yelling, depressed, sad or whatever, take a step back. Seriously, take a step back, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, why are you unhappy? And it just might be you need a change of scenery. You might need a new restaurant. All right, I'm going to go on and wrap up this episode right there. Hopefully this episode reaches at least one person, gives them the confidence to say to themselves, I am not okay, and gets them to take the next step, whether that be talk to friends or family about what's going on at their at their restaurant, talk to their manager, see if their manager can help them, or even you can, you can vent to me. Just like I said, I'm not a professional. I, I don't have... Uh, a degree in psychology or mental health or anything like that, but I am always here to listen to you. I'm always going to be an air for you. Um, and I could probably try to point you in a direction and maybe give you some help on things you can probably do. Um, but I, I, I'm not a professional, 
but I will always listen to you whenever you need to vent. Um, email me confessions of a server at gmail.com or my Instagram and Facebook DMs are always open. I love y'all. I thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know it's a little bit more serious than my normal episodes. Um, but this is something that is very, very important. And I think it has to be said. We have to start talking about mental health, depression, being sad and stuff like that in restaurants and how we can be better because that's only going to produce better work environments and then also just better bartender servers, restaurant staff, and we'll be able to do our job better and make more money. Right. And that's the name of the game, making money. Right. So thank you. Like always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to the Confessions of a Server podcast. It has been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Peace out. wondered how to say good morning in Italian or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.